This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za. Good afternoon, family and friends of Radio K Pulpit on 7 to 9 a.m. Thank you for joining me on my program called Rise, and I am Renette Myberg. And the pro- this is the program where we can give hope, guidance, and wisdom and knowledge when real ha- life happens in the family. We discuss relevant and often unspoken issues in the family, in truth and in love. But God, with God, we can rise to restoration, rise above all together as a family. And I think our topic today is very much in that line. I have such the privilege of having Pastor Engel. Um, He does incredible work amongst the youth. Um, Our topic today is that we are living in a very angry and violent society. Our youth is angry and frustrated. So Pastor Engel's going to help us address that issue, give us some pointers of how he's involved. He is the founder of the Community Resource Center um, and the uh, for the high-risk uh, ex-offenders and substance abusers, and he has a, a a resource center in Camp Joy in Strandfontein. And I've had the privilege of being part of that for a while. And it's incredible the amount of work that he does and his passion and his heart for the people and the children. And then he has an incredible uh, ceasefire cure violence. So that is another project of his that tackles the inside violence, substance abuse Poverty, unemployment, and children at risk in the in a holistic way, and that is what we are needing answers to. And we are so grateful for the amount of work that he's doing out there, the lives that he is touching, and on the street level, he's just started another program uh, uh, that deals with uh, children, and it's called. Um, so sorry, I think I'm going to ask him exactly what that particular program is about because it's very new. So we're going to introduce him straight after this and we're going to welcome him on my program. We're going to listen to the next track first and then we'll continue with our conversation. Pastor Engel, thank you so much for joining us this morning and thank you for taking time out of your heavy schedule. I know that you are very, very hands-on and full full of uh, pr- uh, the day that you have to see to so many people. So thank you for joining us this off, this morning. Ah, uh, thank you for inviting me. I'm very glad to be on the station and to share some of our experiences in regards to developing young people and children. You know, as as we've mentioned before in our discussion, that we really are living amongst very angry, frustrated bored, unhappy children and youth. So I know that you have got so many um, projects going out there, programs going out there. What is your main objective among the troubled youth of today? And tell us why and how did you get involved with this program, these programs? Yeah, Renette, you know, the, the main objective is to restore human dignity amongst our communities, especially with our children and with our youth. But it cannot be done without actually involving our parents and the community at large. So, yeah, our main focus is just to restore human dignity and to look at the issues within our communities 
So for many years, people have just been using what went wrong. So we are solution-driven. So we know what is wrong already. So we are solution-driven, and we've designed some solutions over the last 15 years, and it has been very effectively used, and uh, the qualitative data that we sit with, that is what keeps us thriving on because we see the evidence of how people's lives are changed daily and how people come for help daily and how we as an organization grow while people are being healed in the process. And and what was your what was your uh, what made you so passionate about getting involved? Renate, I grew up I grew up in a high risk community called Q Town. Q Town was one of the first urban displacement areas uh and in the time of apartheid it was one of the first urban displacement areas. It was called a concentration camp where the army was actually based and then communities were taken there. So I grew up there, and uh, there was uh, quite a few problems, but it was a very beautiful community. You know, it was very beautiful. But then I got married, and I uh, met my wife in a noble park, and later I became one of the ministers in one of the churches, the Pentecostal Protestant Church in a noble park. I'm actually Anglican, and then I moved over. Mm-hmm. And when I got into a noble park, I saw all the issues around the church. And I decided, look, let's 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 get involved. Let's not wait for the problem to come into the church, but let us go outside and address the issue and tell the people there is a solution. And as a ministry, we designed solutions. So we didn't come up with it. In 2002, we were still a bit lost as to what solutions was needed. That's why we entered into research, into data-driven approaches, and to scientifically proven methodology. And it took us many years to design it, but today it's effective. And as a ministry, we can stand strong and actually address every issue that knocks at our door and in our surrounding community. So I was driven because of what what, what impacted that community around the church. And now, I mean, we are a benefit to the whole metro and even South Africa at large because our people are coming from all over for help. Yes. Yes, and tell me, um, you know, like you said, it took a while, but you know how, you know, I find that there are too few ministries that are stepping into these roles or community leaders or, um, you know, politicians that are actually going on this ground level. So are you are you available to train people um, in this, or is there a way that the public and the community can actually get involved? Renette, we are always open for training and development. I think one of our strengths is networking with like-minded people. One of our strengths is also education and training. And I think the people that has come through our program uh, a lot of them are working for us today. They are full-time employed by us, and they come through the program. So there's a couple of ex-gang members, ex-offenders, people that come from substance, people that come from ill health and was uh, was actually uh, uh, doomed to die. And they are working mm-hmm. for the facility today. So they become the qualitative data, and they become the mentors that people can see change is possible. So in regard to this, you know, networking is our, is our most powerful tool. And we don't want every ministry. I mean, everybody is not designed to do this kind yes. of a thing. But every ministry can come, come and add value. I mean, you don't have to reinvent the wheel. You can look at what is happening, what is working. You can come along and either support what exists, or you can actually then 
come for training so that you can do exactly what is being done and what's working. So it's a very simple methodology, you know. I mean, it's, uh, we wrote this whole program was written up out of the Bible. Uh, I send you as sheep amongst wolves, be wise as a serpent and harmless as a dove. Mm. So we've designed programs to do secular invasion and to also tell the people, we're not here to harm, we are here to help. We are not here to break down, we're not here to condemn, we're not here to stigmatize, but we are here to offer help, which is already given to us. So networking and training and developing, that is actually one of our strong baselines. And, uh, you know, being being at your center and seeing the incredible amount of success, um, as well as the fact that you actually skills develop them as well. You give yeah. them opportunities to actually learn a skill. So what kind of yeah. skills are they um, open to? Obviously, there's a lot of educational problems, um, integrational problems. Um, but how are you finding that? to be successful yeah. when you find the heartbeat of somebody that wants to become a chef or a mechanic yeah. or something like that? I think, you know, our program is actually designed in a very particular way that when people come for help, we don't want to know what's wrong with you, what drugs you on, what gang you come out of, because we do strategic interventions for gangs, for drugs, for poverty alleviation. Actually, we feed about 1,200 people every day. Yes, so we don't want to know what the problem incredible. is. Yeah. We don't want to know what the problem is. We want to know what is your potential. So I'll look at your aptitude, your attitude, and your altitude. Those are the three things we look at. If you've got an aptitude, a gift, you've got a trade or something, we will then focus on the trade that you had before you came to us. Yes. And then we will enhance that trade. We will develop the trade. If you came with nothing and you've got education issues, we will start right at the beginning and develop your educational skills. If that becomes a problem, we will see how we can practically get you involved. Mm. So uh, our main facilities in an overbox or catchment area, Menenberg and those areas, but our, our restoration center is at Camp Joy, which is the more softer approach. And on site here, you can be taught to do carpentry, you can be taught to do welding, uh, brick making, block making, understanding construction, you can be taught welding as well as gardening, which is actually we've got a program currently running now in the garden. It is we beautiful. We have is on board and training and developing, uh, training, developing people in regards to agriculture. So those are skills, hard skills you can learn on-site, then the softer skills you can learn off-site. That we send you out to a semen program, uh, to an educational program, to the FET colleges. If you have passed, you know, obviously great. I think great nine had to pass, and we can send you for further training and development. So we will then we will do an assessment in regards to who and what is the person all about. We will just forget about the drugs in the gangs. We enter into this building. Outside, we will have to do a risk reduction with you. But when you enter here, that becomes absolute. And we want to know what is the gift that you have, the thing that you've lost, and where can we pick up on that? Mm. How can we train and develop you and alter your behavior so that you can see a future for yourself? Amen. Amen. Oh, I get so emotional because I just know that every person has, God has such a plan for each and every person. Definitely. And it, it does not matter who, what your problem is. It's not, it's not about the person. It's about the problem. Let us see yeah. how the problem can be solved. And this is such a gift that you have and such an understanding of the human nature and the yeah. absolute understanding of who God had created these young men and young women to be. 
And, you know, I just want to, maybe you can just share maybe a, a one or two success stories. Um, you know, we, uh, maybe you can mention Mitchell. I'm not sure if that is, is one of your uh, success stories, but just yes, share with us what you can. <laughs> yeah, I think Mitchell is a great success story. I mean, coming out of the gangs in Clyfontaine and having a very low educational experience and then realizing that he's got grade nine in college today, he's being trained, you know, I think he's studying engineering. So if we look at that, this guy was a total misfit, as people called him. Yes. Today he's studying engineering at one of our uh, very prestigious colleges. So that's a success story. I'm currently on site now with a block-making project. This guy was also in our program about a few years ago, and he went into entrepreneurship, and he didn't have high education, but he started a construction and a building material a company. Today he came back, I mean, it's like uh, six months ago, he came back and he said, can I invest back in Kenzoi? Can I put a block-making machine here, train and develop and employ 20 people on site? So Thanks this guy so comes much. out of the program, he reinvests in the program and our skill development. So our construction, I would say, skill development has just taken a big boom. And these guys are training about building houses, about making bricks, about doing carpentry, about doing plumbing. And it is just, I mean, for me, I'm excited about it. Because it comes from one of our ex-participants. Oh, you know? that and, is incredible. I mean, if I look at the story like Albert Matthews, a guy that came and he walked on his slippers and he came down of gangs and trucks. Today he's a senior facilitator at one of the, you know, most prestigious schools within the Western Cape. Yes, I, I mean, know this guy, and This guy goes up, uh, <laughs> he goes up on the market that he can decide who he wants to work with and what he wants to earn. But he also dropped out of school at grade 11. So education is an issue, but skill development is another uh, product that can add value to the education deficit. Yes. So, I mean, and then networking for us becomes very powerful. We just recently networked with another NGO that will be moving in on Monday, and they will support us with their social workers, the outreach workers, the auxiliary. So, I mean, this is not people wanting to come and reinvent the wheel. They are just coming alongside the fit Craven. How can we assist? doing what we're doing, but adding value to what you're already doing. And that is where we must the mark. Everybody wants to do his own thing and not partner with one another. So I think our success is in partnering mm-hmm. with uh, like-minded people. And I also think that our success stories speak for itself. And I mean, we've got hundreds of success stories because we are a data-driven program and we are scientifically proven. But faith is our baseline. Amen. If it wasn't for our faith, we couldn't have done this. Amen. And what I love is the fact that you're interdenominational. Um, you yep. accept any person that is ready to be to be changed, and you yep. know. And yet, the faith, your faith is uncompromised in the yep. whole process. But yet, you help every every person can get the yeah. help that they need from you. That is so incredible. But we're going to take a break now and then we'll continue the okay. interview straight after this and let us hear what our next track is. Thank you so much for joining us this afternoon. And uh, we have got uh, Pastor Craven Engel on the line. And uh, yes, he's really helping us understand the kind of troubles that our youth is going through right now. Um, Pastor Engel, what is the status and the co- common denominators and the common conditions that, you're, that you are finding yourself working amongst um, in, amongst the youth right now? Yeah, um, Renette, you know, the common 
issue and problem that we're finding ourselves with is now substance abuse, mm-hmm. which is probably now migrated from fetamine tip to heroin, which is a, a big problem. And then we've got an issue of gang violence that is now spiraling out of control because I don't know if the city thought maybe only a law approach will work, but it's spiraling out of control. Then we've got the issue of poverty and mm. unemployment that plagues our communities, you know, and people are coming and they are really hopeless. Mm-hmm. And a little bit of help that we can offer does make a dent, but obviously it's not enough. But those are the common denominators. But we have probably found a way not to just look at the common denominators and the issues, but we look at trauma-informed restorative uh, programs, trauma-informed restorative justice. But everything that we do is trauma-informed. So the issues, why people are so angry, we actually do address that. We look at their mirror neurons and why it's uh, so hot-wired and why they're so angry, and we try to do a risk reduction and then find the one thing that we can do to relieve them immediately because our program is designed to identify and detect possible violence and issues, and then designed to interrupt the issue at the front end immediately, and then to look at how we can alter the behaviors holistically. So we've got that system, and then we populate the database where we can track and trace and see what do we need to do. And... Through all this data, we found now that we really need to go about lower, not only working with the youth, but try to understand why young people are being recruited into gangs and it's happening actually much more vigorously. And uh, from the age of about 8 to 13, a lot of people are being recruited into gangs. Mm. So our research now sits there and we have found effective methods actually to stop the recruitment of high-risk individuals or gang members at that age because we saw where they're recruiting from. So I think the data, the research, and the street-level interventions that our staff is doing is adding a lot of value Mm. to give us an overview of what we need to do to relieve the issue immediately, bring it out, create mentors, and then that becomes the new disease in the community that is life after this derailment and the violence and the poverty and the substance abuse. Oh my goodness, this sounds incredibly promising. And it's so encouraging to hear that, um, you know, that other ministries are starting to awaken to the problems and that people, you know, as you said, people don't need to reinvent the wheel. And we can only have the impact when we come in like an army of answers, you know. So I am so grateful that uh, ministries and we just trust that the government eventually will start. playing their part and understanding the importance of getting involved in these kind of problems instead of leaving it to its own uh, to run its own course so yeah. uh, Pastor Engel we're going to just continue I, would, I just want to hear a little bit more about the programs afterwards um, but we're going to take a break and we're going to listen to a track now and then we'll continue this conversation straight after this okay then uh, good afternoon, family and friends. Thank you so much for staying tuned in with us this afternoon. And we have Pastor Craven Engel on the line with us today. And he is really touching a very, very important part of our society, and that is the youth. And our youth is very troubled, very unhappy, very angry at the moment. So, Pastor Engel, you're running several programs. Um, just give us an idea of what are the different programs that you're running 
so that anybody needs to send or contact or be partner partner with it or maybe offer their services, you know, psychology or anything like that. I know you've got other ministries, okay. but we need a lot more groundwork because we've got a lot of work to do. So just let me know what the kind of programs that you're busy with. Yeah, Renette, you know, we start very basic with our programs and basic program is we feed people every day, those that are seriously in need of a plate of food. So every day there's a plate of food that uh, community children and the seniors can come and collect. So that is a uh, CNDC program where we feed people and maybe give them a parcel uh, every second month via social development that they can come and collect that feeds them over weekends because we only feed during the day. So that's the one program we're running. And that's actually a catchment area where people can come and there's what we call a job readiness center right there. So they can then tap in when they collect the food. And they can be part of development, part of a mom's program, part of a seniors program, part of an aftercare, part of a social reintegration program. All of that happens with the feeding program because mm. of the, of the uh, community development feeding project. It's not just giving food, but also developing people at the same time. And there's always a bit of employment for those people that are ready. That's the one program we're running. And for that, we've employed about six, seven people that working full-time at the feeding program and developing our community members as they are coming for the plate of food. And there they can do a CV, they can come and uh, use the internet, they can come in for counseling. So it's a very holistic one-stop shop, but it's a feeding program. The other program we're running from that facility is where we have adjacent to that building, it's a safe house. It's a temporary safe house for children at risk. So our, our, our social workers and our auxiliary workers and outreach workers they also need to identify and detect where there are children that are at risk in our community. So we don't want people to be institutionalized children. Mustn't go to juvenile institution mm -hmm. or to orphanages. We've designed a program with the help of uh, All for One Child. It's a project and it's actually sponsored by, uh, uh, by, by, by uh, I think it's Southern Home for Children. Yeah, that's a, a sponsorship and All for, it's a, what is the program's name now? Yes. Uh, this is a very powerful program, and uh, the company yeah, is Hopes and Homes for Children now. So yes. they, they are the sponsor of that program. So they have given us the opportunity to then look at training temporary safety parents within the community and then training uh, foster parents in the community. And instead of institutionalizing the people, we now try to place them within the community with families that have been trained to look after children in a holistic way. And now, these families will, are also supported by intervention services from our facility and the resource center locally. And they touch base with all communities. So it's not based in one community. They touch base with all communities. That's an awful one-child program, really powerful wow. program. And actually, it prevents uh, recruitment of gang members because children fall through the cracks when it comes to uh, placement yes. and, uh, and temporary placement and temporary safety parents and foster care parents that give up in three months because they're not trained how to do this. And then exactly. the children fall through the cracks and the gangs recruit them. So that little recruitment area has been strategically stopped. So that's the one project we're running. Then we're running a, a gang intervention program where we offer a service to gang members to exit the gang. And then obviously we offer a service to do conflict mediation between gangs. We offer a service to get them reintegrated back into society. We offer a service where we do uh, uh, hospital responding when there is violence in the area and to do conflict mediation between gangs. And for that, we 
actually employ ex-offenders, ex-gang members, and those who understand that culture, but they go through serious trading uh, through our program and through uh, ceasefire pure violence, Chicago, Illinois. So that's the one. And then we have a halfway house, a restoration and skills development mm-hmm. center, where we train and develop people while they are recovering from substance, gangs. They stay in-house with us, and they can also do the aftercare with us. And that is where the whole transition takes place from, you know, from a little bit of an egg and then to a, a, a pop in a lava key. And then it happens that the metamorphosis happen of the human being where mm-hmm. they start to fly again and they see life from a different perspective. So that happens at this particular facility. Here. And then we have another department that does training and development that just trains and develops other people to see a better life and a better future. So coming in from children to seniors, we do the full process, you know, we deal with from right in the beginning till right on the end. But our main focus today is uh, now is uh, children and youth. Mm. But you do have adults that have been t- through your program as well, which is very vital. No, most definitely. You know, because they get stunted somewhere in their lives and they need to be no. able to find their way back and to be yeah. integrated back into society. I absolutely love the work that you do. And we love just it. love what you've what you've achieved over these years. And we just want to thank you. And may the Lord just continuously use you mightily for his kingdom. And that people will come streaming in and uh, to offer the assistance that uh, you need. Um, any kind of information, any kind of assistance is so, I'm sure, so welcome um, yeah. for you. And, you know, people can come on ground level, volunteering, um, and, uh, you know, so there are many ways that we can come and partner with you. Most definitely. All the help. So we would love people to get involved offer their services, their help, and they can come for training. Okay, great. Okay, so let us just get maybe your email address and your your where we can contact you um, if we need to send yeah. anybody or we know of anybody that needs to go to one of your um, programs, go through one of your programs, that we at least know where to go because a lot of people don't know where to send and they're so at their wit's end. Um, let us just uh, have those details uh if you can just share that with okay. us. Okay. Yeah. Raven, E-A-V-E-N, mm-hmm. at za. Fantastic. And then your cell phone number? That's 074-601-9867. Fantastic. And thank you so much for joining us this afternoon. It has been such a privilege. And we just want to bless you that you'll continuously prosper, that you'll be provided for, protected in every aspect, that uh, you and your team, that you'll have a mighty, your territory will be enlarged um, according to what God has planned and purposed for you to help our youth. But thank you so much for the incredible work that you are doing. Thank you, Renette. God thank bless you. Thank you. you for allowing us on the show today. Bless you. Anytime. We love having you. And uh, family and friends out there, uh, please go and uh, look up this uh, incredible uh, organization, Camp Joy, and they are uh, really doing amazing work. So see how you can possibly uh, just 
Get involved if you're interested and or maybe even just learn a little bit more about what is happening out there. And we need to know that we need to continuously pray for our youth. Uh, they are our next generation. We cannot allow them to drop, uh, you know, crack, go between the cracks of society and they need all the assistance that we can get. So come on, people. Let us just get up. Uh, Come alongside, love on our children, love on our youth, and uh, see how we can come uh, come into some form of assistance. So we just want you to uh, be safe. Uh, there's hope. Uh, there's light at the end of the tunnel. Stay focused on the Lord and pray for your families. Pray for your children. And God will never leave you or forsake you. And he will be with you all the way. So we just ask you that next week we'll uh, catch up with you again. Thank you for joining me this afternoon and have a wonderful, blessed week further. Goodbye. This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za.